1: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the April 22nd edition of the Roto-World Fantasy Basketball Podcast on Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down a four-game back-to-back-to-back-to-back to back to back NBA DFS slate, so get yourself your snacks, whatever you like to drink during the basketball games, and sit back and just relax and enjoy. Or stress out over DFS, whatever works, right? But uh, it's fun. We we love the the DFS slates, and it's always interesting to see where you stack. If you stack a late game, you're like, oh, you're always rooting for those scoring games, and it's just funny how the DFS investment, even if it's only for a dollar or two, uh, it just changes your the whole way you think. Like, oh no, no overtime. But that's gambling for you, man. That's why um, the NBA. If, if you if you're one of those people that say, hey, the NBA should. Be more forthcoming with their news because it's better for DFS. It's very true. I mean, everyone I know that plays DFS hardcore um, knows way more about basketball than any other hardcore hoops head that I've talked to. Uh, it's just crazy. DFS just makes just it's just so addicting. Um, so with that, let's just get down. Actually, let's talk a little Friday. Um, some good games. The two late games were fantastic. It was They were going blow for blow with the Harden-Westbrook thing. Chris Paul was just awesome in the second half. 24 points, big comeback win without Blake Griffin. That's a whole other thing. Um, by the way, I'm not, I don't think we're going to do a Sunday pod, so look out for small ball. So, like, J.J. Redick... Um, Bob Mote had a playoff career high. I think he's a little bit of a sneaky beneficiary. DeAndre Jordan's going to be chalky as, as heck. Obviously, Chris Paul is going to be a beast, man. Chris Paul was so good. Uh, yeah, I, I love Chris Paul. I And I really... I get, yeah, yeah, Western Conference Finals, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't care, man. Chris Paul is... And I, I'll, I'll say this for a long time. Chris Paul's the best point guard in the past decade. Um, and he... I can't even hear an argument. I mean, he's just so good year in, year out. Um, Yeah. Playoffs. I I tend not to value rank. I actually did a a ranking for uh, hoop mag that ranked the best seasons ever. And I put very little stock in the playoff performance. Obviously me being a fantasy guy, uh, I tie into like Stephen Curry's crazy season last year. I put that really, really, really high. And whatever, if you, Playoffs, 16 wins versus 82 games uh, and I mean even though Curry was really good up until late uh, and he was dinged up too. so anyways, all right let's get into this slate. Got a, a lot of good ones. Um, mostly uh, some we got two game fours with a two one lead. both of uh, actually the bucks have the home game and the lead. While the Grizzlies have the deficit and are in the hole. While the Hawks and Blazers are hosting their Game 3. So that that series is coming on a little slower. Um, So keep that in mind. Not too much to to worry about. We'll talk about the over-unders and stuff. So Toronto. What are they going to do here? They are in a pickle. And I think we have to start with what we think of Jonas Valachunas. And it's not looking good. I mean, after he... Just dominated last year. He carried them for really the first round of the playoffs. He's just not there. Um, they'd started Corey Joseph in the second half. I don't think that was necessarily his fault. It was more about game flow. It's kind of like where a running back in football is supposed to play well. But his, team just, his team's defense just gets smoked. So uh, they, they can't run the ball in the second half. So anyways, that's kind of what happened to him. But still, he's 5900 and he's not playing well enough to use at that price. Um, I liked him at 55 and all that, and I still think he's on the board. But Greg Monroe, I mean, it's just a better play. They're not attacking him. They're doing very well with their length on the outside, and they're not getting the penetration with pick and rolls and isolations from DeRozan. DeRozan's taking a lot of contested shots. He lives and dies by those, but he's been dying with 0 of 8, in Game 3, it was just... This guy, when he's off, it looks terrible. So, um, yeah. Anyways, can't point JV. I'm okay with Surge. Uh, I still don't like him as much as some of the other guys. Um, j Green finally got priced appropriately after giving away... Uh, he, he was just free money in, in the last two games. But, I mean, compared to... Mill, He was in, right in Millsap's neighborhood. Now he's considerably cheaper... So I think Serge is all right. He has to play well. They're going to play him in either small ball or big ball four. I'd like to see them put him more on Giannis. So I think he's a sneaky guy. I'm, I'll not play DeRozan uh, at 82. I'd rather just figure out how to get Giannis in my lineup. Even maybe Bradley Beal, uh, who's been playing a lot better. Um, I actually kind of like Lowry. Uh, Lowry, he did some comments saying that he is going to kind of do his thing like he always does, and I think that the extra pressure under Rosen, I mean, the defensive pressure they put on DeRozan is really impressive, I mean, credits a kid to, and this is what, I don't know why more teams don't do that, like, DeRozan is kind of a horse with blinders on with the way he shoots his shot, and he he's going to shoot his contested shot. Um, that was even more true with, that, with Lowry out there. and Maybe there's an adjustment period for DeRozan to figure out that, okay, I don't need to shoot these high contesting shots. So maybe mm-hmm. they go more with Lowry. And I, I like Lowry. Um, I think he's going to be really low-owned. I think he has upside potential. Um, I mean, he's basically the same price as Schroeder. He's uh, over a G cheaper than Curry. Um, we'll talk about him. Uh, he's about a G cheaper than Lowered. Um, Mike Lowry Mike Lowry I got bad boys in the brain Uh, Mike Lowry Kyle Lowry the bad boys combination but Conley we'll talk about but I definitely like Lowry again I think his ownership is going to be really attractive as far as um, the uh, tournaments I think he can be a sneaky tournament kind of a winner (sighs) can't play Damari Carroll Uh, can't really play Norm one guy I think is sneaky and it may be because of the price. It is because of the price, and that's still on right. He's only 2100 So I think they want to play him more. I think that they're going to try to figure out how to get him on the court. Uh, we've seen Corey Joseph get put in the doghouse before. We saw Fred Van Fleet earlier the season take minutes from him. So I think he's on shaky ground. Um, so if you wanted to straight-up punt someone... And maybe hope for garbage time, which I really hope doesn't happen. Toronto's too good of a team to get spanked like that again. Uh, Thirty points in the first half, in case you missed that. For in game three, was just unbelievably bad. They had more turnovers, nine, than they had field goal makes, seven, in the first half. It was just one of the ugliest halves of basketball you'll ever see. Anyways, uh, that does it for the Raptors. Let's move on to the Bucks side. Uh, Middleton's still kind of cheap, man. I mean, he's on. He is scheduled to play 40 minutes he has the ball in his hands a lot his usage rate's still a little down from where i expected to be i mean he should be an eight thousand dollar kind of a player for the way that he scores the way that he passes he still hasn't quite hit so i think middleton's good michael beasley is at 1800 uh 1800 tequila i guess it's fitting for mr beasley if you remember that picture i won't go into details but, I mean, at 1,800, I mean, actually, the, the cheap bait guys kind of got us. Abreens was all right. Grant busted people, man. He was so, like, how could he be 1.5 and still not hit value 5x? It's just, what a joke. Uh, they just need to figure out how they can play more no-point guard lineups. Obviously, they're missing depth without having Taj and McDermott, so that funnels on down. Two, their three and their four minutes with McDermott logging three. You're playing Jimmy Butler at the one and the two with Wade. So you're leaving your three hole just gaping. So that explains that. Anyways, I mean, yeah, Beasley, sure. Uh, he got 20 minutes, he didn't play all garbage time. You're pretty much kind of like space. What we said was space if you listen to the Friday pod. You're hoping you get out there, give you a couple buckets, get you a couple boards, maybe a defensive stat, and you hit. I mean, he obviously would have crushed that price for his 13 and 3. Uh, really nice usage rate, nine shots in 20 minutes. Uh, also had five fouls, so uh, aggressive on the defensive end, which we kind of like to see, I guess. What else? Uh, yeah, Giannis definitely got to like him. Um, he is. They're focusing on him. Uh, the Raptors have said that that's their plan is to limit Giannis as much as they can. But does it really matter? Um, he's shooting jumpers now. He made two three-pointers in the last game. Yeah, it's Giannis. Just a stat-stuffing machine. His assists are solid at five a game. His boards have been fantastic. Uh, He basically got his minutes cut. He played 42 minutes in Game 2, 33 in Game 3 because of the blowout. Um, Slowed down pace. Wasn't looking for fast break points, which is kind of his bread and butter. Um, when he has big games, you usually see a lot of those big Giannis dunks. We didn't really see many of those in Game Three, so yeah, Giannis is fine. He, you're gonna look for, if you're gonna play those cheap guys, you're you're gonna spend it on Giannis um, with not many studs, and especially with shooting guards, not the strongest position. Especially if you don't like DeRozan. Um, I mean, Clay sure looks pretty good. Other guys I'll mention, but Giannis is obviously uh, a stud. Um, Monroe I'm cool with that's kind of it uh, Brogdon's alright I don't really I can't really get fully on board um, I mean I I just think I'd rather figure out how to spend up at that point uh, Brogdon doesn't strike me as a guy who will blow up um, but I do like this game by the way if that wasn't clear I think this will be a close game I think it will be pretty high scoring uh, the Raptors offense I think will kind of work out it's kinks they were too good they were the best offense in the NBA in the first, I think, what thirty-five games of the season, they had a better offensive rating than uh, any team ever at one point. I want to say right around Christmas, but yeah, they they've got some some issues to work out. Actually, let's talk some lineups really fast. Uh, I always kind of like to see how the starters are doing and what that means. I wrote this up the other day with the Raptors. Um, their starters have been so bad, man. Minus twenty point six in 31 minutes their next used lineup is uh, minus 46 in only 9 minutes so their two most used lineups are getting completely smashed on uh, which I think, it's what I'm saying man DeLon Wright, uh, I think he's going to be sneaky with his cheap price Uh, does take a little bit of uh, cojones to play him but uh, I think that that's the play Um, Joseph just doesn't match up against this team at all um, whenever he goes out there, it just seems like they give up. They just bleed points. Um, so yeah, just if, if you're into that, and I, I am, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a big Devon Wright guy as well. Just to make that clear, summer league baby, always. Anyways, uh, let's move on. Uh, by the way, um, now nah, I guess we're good. We don't need it. We we get we know what the Bucks rotation is going to be. Okay, so we got the Hawks and the Wizards. This, uh, Mike Budenholzer said that he is going to stick with the same starters, so that means Terrain Prince and Tim Hardaway Jr. get another start. Not really sure what the analysis is on that. The Hawks have been kind of all over their place with their rotation. They have been mixing it up, kind of whether they sub guys in early. We saw Mescal get some late minutes in Game 1. Uh, They, they played their starters 28 minutes together, have not played well at all, only a minus 35 net rating. So a little surprising. This could be a Brad Stevens-esque move when Brad Stevens said, oh yeah, Jonas Dorepko rebounds really well, and they went the complete opposite other direction with Gerald Green. It's just crazy. I did not see that coming, by the way. Um, So you'd think that maybe... Other things are going. I still like Hardaway Jr. This team needs to score. Um, they are letting Washington dictate the pace a lot. Um, even, I think, it's a, they're at a 102 pace for the starters in 28 minutes. I think Buttonholzer wants to keep that at, like, 95. So, maybe that. that I think that kind of helps Hardaway Jr., who can play a little bit of point. They're running him. And Bazemore. is getting flustered as a ball handler. He's made some... Some bad mistakes, missed some reads and stuff. So I think that Hardaway Jr. is another guy who I've been kind of high on. It's been a little bit, a little bit of a miss, but he's still really good price. His minutes are fine. Uh, his usage has been good. He was five of fourteen in game two, uh, and the minutes again are there. Two of eleven in in game one. So yeah, it, it definitely setting up for a pretty good game. He, he hit for us to a degree. I mean. He didn't bust you. He was only nineteen, one and two with four turnovers, so it was wasn't quite five x, but it wasn't like gonna bust you. Um, so yeah, he still got still got you 20, 20 fantasy points pretty much. Um, okay, so Hardaway Jr. We like. I don't. I'd rather for Schroeder's price. I um, I like him. I guess, but I don't. I'd just rather play Lowry. Uh, I think that Schroeder is. Um, A little riskier, even though Lowry's been kind of a mess. Uh, He did have some good quotes today that I just wanted to go over. Um, He doesn't like John Wall apparently. John Wall with doing his, he was kind of you know pumping up the crowd and all that. He said on the second game he was talking bleep too. Uh, I won't won't go over the the whole quote, Um, but yeah, so. I'm not a Schroeder guy. Anyways, I can't play Dwight. Dwight's been a complete nightmare. They're going to probably go with more Milsap at the 5, which does make Ursan Ilyasova slightly interesting at 3-9. I don't hate that price. Um, You're probably looking to play someone cheap at power forward if you've got the money, but he's probably the guy. Um, I mean, yeah, you can't really play anybody else under 5 or under 4, right? Even 5. Uh, he's probably a good guy that I think makes sense um, yeah just Dwight his, Dwight's been do- and Gortat does this to rookie centers a lot or second year centers a lot but they just look out of sorts and that's what Howard's been he's just been it's just he's just not locked in for whatever reason so uh, I like Millsap sure I mean they're going to have to go to bread and butter with Millsap he's still a pretty good price you know you're going to get big minutes out of him um He's expensive, uh, and I do think that Draymond's still a better buy. It's just seven hundred more. So if you can't play both, then I'd rather put him. Zebo's also a pretty good buy at six five. So I would put Milstead behind those in, in the pecking order. Okay, uh, Wizards wise, uh, let's look how their starters are doing. They've been just awesome, um, and this they, this this starting unit is one of the most cohesive groups really in the playoffs. Uh, They have a lot of playing time together. They've been pretty healthy for most of the season. They played 40 minutes so far in the series, so 20 minutes per game. Uh, And the two just crushed. 43.4 net rating in that time. So expect those minutes to be really high. Um, Gortat looks great. Uh, He's got whatever demons he had in him. Uh, following the Bogdanovich deal They seem to be fixed He's 5'8", so he's a pretty good price Probably the best under 6 guy you're going to get If you want to go semi-cheap at center I don't think he's totally safe But he he's just been The way he's negated Dwight Howard Just has to count for something And You would think that Scotty Brooks Does continue to use him Even if it's just a defensive backbone uh, I wouldn't expect his usage to be very much of an impact You pretty much would need him to get you 11-12 boards Definitely doable. Uh, he's pretty much smashed really in the first two games. Uh, John Wall, yeah, I mean he's expensive, but 32 points in each of his first two, 11 and a half assists in the first two, two steals, one block, just killing. Minutes are going to be massive. Uh, I think he's going to be, I guess he's all right for cash, but I probably, I might fade him in tournaments. I think they're going to try to, like I said, I think the Hawks are going to really try to slow him down. So him and Beal, I don't like quite as much. If, if like I said, if if I'm Bunholzer, I'm doing whatever I can to negate those two guys. I'd much rather have Markeith Morris or Otto Porter. See if he can hit shots, beat me, um, put some put some length out there. Maybe put Thabo out there. Maybe he's still hurt. Not that I'm to be clear. I'm saying don't use Thabo. So yeah, I I think that Wall's ownership will be higher than his output. Could be famous last words on there. He's been incredible. Um, But I'm not really feeling auto. It's pretty much a score tot. um, Wall, if you want to be kind of safe and don't want to roll the dice on those guys. Uh, Porter's 5,000, so I actually don't hate that. Uh, Yeah. All right, so I think we're going to move on to the third game. Probably the least... I haven't gone over over over-unders, by the way. Which, we we really know the drill, but if you do care about that. The low is 196 Milwaukee. uh, Favored by 2.5 in the first game. So that... On paper, shouldn't be a game to attack, but I disagree. I think that game is going to be a little bit faster than what Vegas is giving it credit for, Um, and I think maybe that line has dropped down because people just saw the first half of Toronto, and this is what people do, man. They people just react to a bad game like it's just the way. Oh, they play again; it's going to be the same thing. No, it's not like that. Uh, So the Hawks are favored by two and a half at home against Washington. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins that game, but. Um, my friend who who bets sometimes, I'd never want him to bet on the Hawks, man. This team is just Jekyll and Hyde I've been calling lately. Uh, but 210 over under. The Spurs, as you would expect, have the biggest, uh, or lowest, excuse me, over under at 187 on a bleep. Um, Three and a half spread. I still think the Spurs smash. Um, We'll get to that in a second. But just to wrap up the over-unders. Golden State favored by six in Portland. 217 over-under. That's your high. So lots to like there. Okay. So San Antonio, I don't really like anyone here um, besides Kawhi. Like I said, I like Conley. He's pretty good price. It's amazing with Conley. Conley. When Conley's on, he's been really good. And he's been really good for a really long time. Really, I think if there was a second half All Star voting thing, Conley would probably make it. Man, I mean, he's been not better than Dame, but better than CJ, better than a lot of the other, better than Clay. Clay hasn't really been that great in the second half. I mean, you can make Conley makes a great case for last thirty game All Star. He's just been killer, carried that team. Um, So yeah, he's he's fine. Eighty two. I probably would rather play Lowry because I think the ownership will be a little tastier for tournaments. But Conley and Cash is fine. He's going to be really busy. Um, He's going to have Tony Parker on him. Tony Parker, whatever life he had in the first two games, is gone. Um, So I really can't trust him. But by the same token, maybe this is wrong and maybe they do play him. He's still 4,800, so he's not in the threes. So I don't really like him. I'd rather just play Dawn, right, save your money and get another stud in there. Oh, so, do we play Kawhi. Uh, he's been hit hard in the first two, hit meaning good. And he kind of, kind of didn't, disappointed. Um, and credit to the Grizzlies, just fantastic defense. Greg Popovich compared it to being stuck in the mud. Um, they really just pressured high to prevent a lot of, uh, one dribble drives, one dribble penetration kickouts to get other guys going. That yeah, they did a really great job on Kawhi Leonard, so we'll see if that continues. But we all know the chess match with Popovich—you tend to lose. So I think they'll figure out ways to get Kawhi going. He is expensive; he's ten-one. That's where he should be. Um, so I—I I think I probably I mean it, yeah. It's you rather play him over Durant given the Durant injury. So if you have the money and you want to go up there, okay, sure. It's pretty much hammer Middleton, and then it kind of falls off a cliff. But I'd probably rather just play Middleton, play a stud point guard, play Giannis, something like that. So I'm not too, not too high on Kawhi compared to how I felt before. But he was what eight two, eight three, eight four, eight one, low eights uh, in the last game. So he got a hefty price hike. Yeah, I can't do Marcus. Saul, I don't think. Uh, he's $8,000. Uh, I think Gortat for two point two cheaper makes a little sense. If you do have the money, sure. Uh, it's still a pretty good price. They're going to funnel a lot of offense through him. I think they do put more of a uh, precedent on stopping Conley. So, yeah, Gasol at if you got it, sure. Center is kind of one of those things where uh, you just kind of do that last. There's really nobody that... Jumps out. Sure, Deadman, by the way, at 2-3, who's been kind of exploited uh, lately. Uh, I like Zebo. He is still pretty good price at 6-5. Probably one of the better values. Uh, he's probably going to be high-owned, though. I think that, based on Fizdale's comments, he said that he's almost certainly going to start him. He said he gave him a lot of credit for not coming to him, saying he wanted to start. So, good spot for Zebo. He's going to be straight chalk. So, just keep that in mind if you're going to play him in a tournament. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's really no one there. He's much safer play than Ibaka. He's a much safer play than Aldrich, I think. Um, yeah, you really can't play Jamichael at 3 2, who played well. But, yeah, starting Zebo, and Zebo's minutes should be pretty good. Zebo's probably one of the, the chalkier plays of the day. What else? Uh, Ennis can't do Wayne Selden, even though he played well, can't do him. Yep. Uh, yeah, even though Ennis is just three four, it's pretty decent. Okay, so I guess we can move on here. Yep, think so. Uh, do I? What about Danny Green? Good old Danny Green. Too bad Steve's not here for this pod. He's four four, so a little expensive there. Uh, Norman Powell's one eight. So maybe if they get crazy and they start Norman Powell out of the gate and bench Demarri Carroll, because that that starting lineup has to get shaken up, man. It's just been bad. So if Norm starts, maybe. I'll give him a look. I think that all... Hey, man. Gerald Green started on Friday. All bets are off with NBA starting lineups, right? Okay, so last game of the day. We have the Terry Stotts Bowl, which we hate that this game is last in case Stotts gets crazy and makes some lineup switches. I don't think he's going to. Uh, Again, high over-under. Look at the lineups. Their top two have been getting beat up big time. Their, uh, Their starters are... Minus 43.3 net rating. Obviously, when you go against Golden State, that's going to happen. The one lineup they've actually had success with has been CJ at the one. Uh, CJ Turner, Aminu, Crab, and Harkless lineup. Uh, They've only only used it for six minutes. So, uh, I I think Harkless is is a guy that we have to like, right? And he's been getting minutes. Um, He's not too cheap anymore. Uh, We were able to get him really cheap. Um, But, yeah, he's 4'9 now, so I still think that's alright. I mean, look at the guys who are getting minutes. Uh, He is number three on the team at 32.1 minutes per game. Uh, Hasn't even shot the ball well, uh, and he's still getting plenty of chances to score, so they need him to play the four. This team's just so empty in front of the five that they have to keep funneling guys down, Vonley, Aminu, and so forth, so I'm... I think Harkless' minutes are safe. Uh, they do need his length on defense. They need his speed to catch up to the face of uh, the Warriors running against them. Uh, I don't hate Evan Turner. He's just very kind of bleh. Um, doing a lot across the board. He's been 8.5 points, 6.5 boards, 5.5 assists. So you, you really like to see that. Uh, he is four seven. So I think dollar for dollar, I'd much rather play Harkless uh, for his defensive presence and yeah, he could probably do more on defensive stats and on the glass for you. Uh, even though the, the stats say otherwise, with Turner actually out-rebounding him. Aminu. Uh, a little disappointing this series so far. Uh, they they need him to play well, though. They really do. So I think he's alright. Alan Krabs dinged up, so you really can't trust him. Uh, his price is actually really cheap, though, If I recall. Ah, 4-2. It's a little too much. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I think Dame is better played than CJ if you're going to play one of the two. Uh, because I, if you're not going to play Giannis, then yeah, sure, CJ looks pretty good. Um, Alan Crabb's incredible at home. So I think he is somewhat attractive because we've seen Crab go off. So I don't think he, if you're playing if you play mad lineups, um, then yeah, okay, maybe give him a look. But Ian Quirk's right there, too, for a thousand less. Okay, I'm rambling again. Where else? Uh, Yeah, Dame's cool. I mean, Dame against the Warriors, you know the drill there. He has some pretty good games. He's been just okay. I mean, 23 points per game. CJ had the killer game one, so-so in game two. So he's sitting at 26 per game in the first two. Volume has been pretty good. Uh, Pulling up some usage rates here. Let's see. Uh, We uh, Oh, wow. Actually, CJ's out usage rating Dame. Go figure, 32.4 for CJ, 30.0 for for Lillard. Guess who number number three is? Planet Pat, Pat Connaughton. Um, that just goes to show you how this massive drop-off uh, for scoring for the Blazers. So you really need the stuff and things, guys, like hopefully Harkless to come through. Uh, can't trust Myers Leonard, obviously. I don't really hate Vonley, but obviously you're not playing him, I don't think. Okay, so Kevin Durant. He said he's not on his deathbed. Uh, it did sound like he's not. He said... Some, report, some reports say he vowed to play. Some report, reports say it's not life or death. Kind of, It did kind of have a buzzkill sense to it. Kerr said he's not going to play him if he's less than 100%. Uh, I think that in this case, you have a 2-0 lead. You've done really well in the first two games. I really hmm. don't see how Durant plays unless he... Comes through with flying colors. Even still, I mean, look at the... the. I always go back to the Embiid thing. When Embiid passed all his tests, and look what happened. You have a meniscus tear that you just played through on national television. And you're French. And our medical staff is getting killed by everyone. This podcast included. How dare you play Joel Embiid with a slightly torn meniscus. I'm still mad about that. Trust the process. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I think Ian Clark's cool. Um, He's really cheap, which is the allure there. Uh, If you want to maybe bet against the Blazers, keeping it close. So you want to fade Lillard, you want to fade CJ, and I think Clark at 3-2. And just hope he feasts in the fourth quarter is a play. I mean, Livingston has the finger and hand contusion, so he's questionable. Uh, Livingston's also dirt cheap at 1-5. So if Livingston gets the all-clear, man, that's that's. Jeremy Grant, or Jeremy Grant style right there, huh? So, 1-5, man. I don't know. It's just so nice to just put an extra stud in your lineup, even though it backfired uh, with the... If you played Jimmy, Westbrook, and Harden, the Jimmy factor got you. Uh, Jimmy busted hard. Uh, If you played Jimmy, you busted Friday, so... Props to A.B. Bradley, by the way. A.B.... And that was my thing, man. I thought the Celtics were going to roll because I thought Avery Bradley would be healthy in this series. And game three, some time off. Bradley, dude, I love Avery. Bradley looks good, man. Bradley on Sunday. Play him. Uh, okay. So, yeah, Curry's cool. Uh, I think this game will be, be somewhat close. And if it's going to be a Golden State blowout, it'll be because Curry's fuego. So, I think Curry's probably the top play in the chalky play. Uh, he's only 9'8". I like him a little bit better than Wall for the reasons I already said. Um, yeah, just, I see Cur- Curry could have a huge game. Mm-hmm. Clay as well seven seven six, uh, solid price. Uh, same price around Beal. Uh, maybe if you want to go one of the one of the two, and you play a, a Wall Clay Thompson or Lowry Clay Thompson combo, or you go uh, C J and Curry. That's a good a viable plan. If you don't want to play Giannis, Uh, I still love Draymond. I don't care. Uh, He should be 10,000. He's just doing so much across the board. Uh, Even if Durant plays, I still like him to have a good stat line. He had the huge game in game one with Durant out there anyway. So Dre is a good guy to spend your money on. Power forward's kind of a wasteland today. Javel McGee has been kind of incredible, but he is 4 1, so he's not too dirt cheap anymore. Okay, so we pretty much covered all the positions. Um, just to kind of run it down I think Curry's up top for me Uh, and then Conley Lowry uh, very very close Uh, and then yeah if you want to play DeLon Wright at dirt cheap uh, I can get on board with that 2-1 like for instance if you want to play someone cheap and we don't hear a word on Livingston uh, I think DeLon Wright's in in play Uh, I'll tweet out anything that Casey may say to tip that um, which is very rare that guy doesn't like to tip stuff so, yep, that's kind of it there. Uh, I don't really see too many other sneaky guys. I mean, Jason Terry, if you want to get crazy, but this play, I'd rather just play right. Uh, shooting guard, I still like Giannis. There's really no one else that strikes me. Uh, Norman Powell, if he gets crazy, I think Ian Clark's a good guy. If you're going cheap, probably the, the safest punt there. Uh, don't hate crab at home. Uh, Is a little dinged up with that foot issue, though. Um, Yeah, Beal's all right. Uh, I like Tim Hardaway Jr. a little bit if you want to go down from your Beals and your CJs and those guys. Small forward. Yeah, Kawhi's good. Uh, I think Middleton's probably the best value. Uh, Obviously, Beasley at 1-8. Sure, play him, and that'll give you a little bit more wiggle room. So maybe you could play Giannis, Curry, uh, maybe even Kawhi. Uh, Draymond, you got a lot of money with, um, I mean, like we said yesterday, we got Jimmy Butler, Harden, and uh, Westbrook in there uh, because those cheap guys, Grant, Spates, and so on. So there's a lot of ways to skin this puppy or cat. Um, so, uh, it looks like Zebo and Draymond and my boys here. Uh, I do like Surge a little bit. That's kind of it. I mean, yeah, Millsap, but those three are kind of firmly ahead for me. Center, I think Gortat's up top for me uh, if I've got the money and I'm not going totally cheap at multiple places. Uh, Gasol at eight still a pretty good price. Uh, Deadman, if you want to go super cheap, he's probably going to start. Maybe hopefully you get seven boards. Um, I mean, their starters did come out decent, so maybe they do play more Deadman and they kind of limit those guys. because so they got away from Deadman when that lineup got hot. The, the Memphis lineup because the Memphis starting lineup didn't have I think it had a minus net rating. What really did them in was in the second half and what right around the, the turn of the, the first quarter of the second quarter. So Denmore was on the court for that night. So maybe popped it back to him. So don't can't hate him in his price. Uh, by the way, Thought Maker also got significant minutes, so he's three nine. He's actually not terrible. So. I think if you wanted a super cheap, I can't really hate on that. All right. So we're out of here. Uh oh, man. Longer pod today. So hopefully apologize for that. So you guys take care and we will catch you next time.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards. Why bring this up?